It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fund. Now everyone can get cash back on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. All right, guys. Hello and welcome to the Bachelor podcast. That's right. It's my melodious voice today. It's just just the boys for Fantasy Suites. Uh, Kay. That's right. Kay had the nerve to get her booster shot and uh, is down for the count. But I think Jared and I can handle the most romantic episode of the season. Uh, I mean, it was romantic. It, don't you think? Like, everyone seemed to love her. Like everyone genuinely seemed to love her and she seemed to love everyone. I feel like she's maybe the least emotional bachelorette that has ever presided because she was so, um, I mean, obviously she got upset and stuff, but nowhere near. I mean, at this point, Katie had already had like multiple intense breakdowns. So yeah, I, 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 she was just. You're right. She's just so collected, and even the way she described the fantasy suites, it it seemed to, it it, it she. I don't know if it, if I just noticed it this season or, but it seems like she did this subtle thing where Michelle was like, "Finally, we can talk with the cameras off." Like it wasn't about sex. Yeah, it was about time alone to get to that next level where I don't know why it didn't seem in I the sexual part of it was kind of squozing out of it didn't it feel that way I yeah it felt very um wholesome like it didn't feel too and too and I feel like they weren't like that mad at each other like remember when it was uh who was Madison and the other one remember there was like the season where like the girls were just like sitting and being so mean to each other because they all were uh i think it was pilot pete season yeah um yeah i do i think it's different when it's the woman in the position of the bachelorette than when it's the bachelor i mean as we saw from clayton's preview like clayton previews his season he's like i've been intimate with both of you and like the next scene is like (laughs) a woman sprawled out on the floor crying. And it's like, these three guys were like, they kind of like understood, you know, to, to quote the, this, the TikTok viral song, they understood the assignment. Yeah. You know, it's like they, they all kind of looked at each other like, yeah. Okay. So I guess we're all fucking, <laughs> uh, to the, to the best go of the spoils. And that was kind of a theme Oh yeah. As far as like the men kind of like respecting the duel that was about to happen. It did feel very much yeah like that where I was like we all know when Brandon's like well I feel like the first person that she would pick is the one she likes the most. Like the whole that conversation's always interesting and Nate pretending like I do think Nate was in the best position obviously, but it is the uh the last Nate was Nate was in the best position because he knew uh, the theme of tonight for me or for the episode was how much Nate knew he was good at sex. Yeah, I mean, like the confidence. Nate was... had this confidence 
uh, the confidence was yeah right. the best i mean he obviously is good looking he's six six and then brandon i mean before we get into it i guess because we're gonna get too into it so guys make sure that you're following the bachelor on instagram make sure you're following bachelor pod on twitter and make sure you subscribe to the bachelor breakdown newsletter betches.co slash bachelor breakdown so let's get into the episode first michelle takes brandon on the best vacation of his life then joe did everything he possibly could to muster up some conversation and finally nate seemingly pushes himself further into the lead uh the name of that episode, I already like yours. That's so fucking funny. I said fantasy sweets spelt like candy sweets. Because it was sweet. Because it was is sweet. That, is yeah. that why? Yeah, because it was like yeah. nice and whatever. But yours is funnier. Yeah, I called it missionary sweets. Yeah, that's... Just because everything was like... Everything was like neat and tidy. Like all the dates made sense to me. Yeah. There wasn't any drama. You know... I think we're going to get through all the dates. I think Nate was wasn't dramatic. It was just so interesting to watch Nate's attitude throughout the episode. I I agree. I think and we start with Michelle and Caitlin walking and talking about Michelle's feelings. It's so awkward cuz it's so obvious that they don't really know each other. And then Tasha was like, "Why are Caitlin and Tasha like split up? Like what's going on?" Like I'm like I just don't get like why wouldn't Tasha be at that conversation on the beach? I I have no idea. I th- I have no idea. She was back talking to the guys. It just felt odd. I don't know why we have two people doing half of a job. Like it, and it's not like they're busy. <laughs> they haven't been no, doing anything. Said it, it's like they're ru- it's like they're rushing it along. They're like, "You take the beach, I'll take the boys." And it's like no, yeah. aren't you guys there to be her gal pals? Like, what? What's the deal here? Yeah, it. It. I. I don't understand. I think it'll be interesting to see how next season plays out when they actually say that what's his name is uh, a host. So yeah, and give him the real title, and give him this guy who nobody knows. Uh, such an interesting <laughs> choice. I was reading something about Wells saying how he was like disappointed that it wasn't him that got it. And I was like, yeah, that's completely fair. It it does seem like a really interesting Did, choice not to pick somebody that Bachelor Nation loves, but whatever. Did he even audition or did he just say he was upset? I have the... Sl- I don't know if he auditioned. I, am, I wonder if they held auditions. I'm sure he like thought that he was uh in the running i mean the the one thing we all kind of forget or i i forget is jesse palmer was the bachelor yeah and i guess he was the like clayton of his time (laughs) so maybe that's why they did it like that pre i think jesse was like a pre social media bachelor before our social media kind of like became a part of the show and then he totally. kind of separated himself from it it's like he was always a little embarrassed of it he went and became an analyst for abc college football and it's like i don't know i if will him knowing the show but not liking the show make him a better host or a worse host you know like i don't, I don't know how that inner you know 
I'm sure whatever they're paying him was like enough that he's going to pretend like he's loved the show this entire time because <laughs> yeah, like it's a huge part of his life. Like he's yeah, like his wallpaper of the bachelor logo in his uh, apartment. Calling all my wedding honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized the compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check out at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Honestly, I love Honey Love. I've been wearing it for years now. It's great, truly great for weddings when I go out and it doesn't squeeze me in the wrong place. It feels comfortable all the time and it's my favorite shapewear I've ever worn. And we've all been there, struggling to take off that tight piece of shapewear with the bathroom line out the door. The Superpower Short has 100% cotton gusset so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening at the panty area for a super easy bathroom. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing using your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. Honey Love is just as easy to put on as it is to take off. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link and get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. So we had the first one-on-one with Brandon, who, I mean, Brandon's such a nice guy, but he he feels so young to me, I guess. Um, You you and I have been on the same page with Brandon the whole season, the youngness, and it it is like teacher-student relationship. It's ve- like yeah. I, even when he was like, I've never. He's like, I've never been out of the country. I've never ridden a horse. I've never done the. And it's like, I, I, I've never ridden a horse either. But like, everything felt brand new to him and like exciting. Like he was looking at it through a child's eyes. Uh, <laughs> I did. I wrote. I, it feels like Michelle is like the cool babysitter, and Brandon's parents are rich, and we're like, we'll pay you to take him on vacation, and you can. Yeah, it has that go as well, and we'll pay you for round-the-clock babysitting services. Uh, but I I agree. I but he also says he speaks to Michelle in a way that like it's got like if you're a boyfriend that watches with their girlfriend, it makes you look bad. <laughs> like he is because I don't like I don't. None of it seems like he's lying. It like all of the all of it seems like stuff I would never say, but I also don't think he's bullshit. No, I think it seems very genuine, but like in the way that it seems genuine when someone in high school is like, no, like yes. we'll go away to college and still keep dating, and then like one semester in, they forget that any of those feelings. I, I don't know. I thought I I was so shocked that he stayed i really thought it was gonna be him to go but i guess we'll wait until we get to the rose ceremony but i was like that was surprising and then of course we have the food fight fucking thing in bed which you gotta squeeze in some weird food shit somewhere yeah and and it's like again the childlike stuff where you're just like it was you know 
I, I don't know. I, he is very Greece. You, you, you know, it feels like it's genuine, but it's like this is from this is high school. Yeah. Uh, even the food fight. And I, I will say um, when he like. I, I, I think I always have this theory about like when someone like looks at you with like goo goo eyes, mm. like he kind of looks at Michelle it is really tough to turn them down. <laughs> like I, I think like, you know, he offers something that Michelle, like, how could she ever say no to? Like, this guy is obsessed with it. Totally, and I think at the end too. But it's almost like, he, I'm sure he's not intentionally doing it, but it's kind of like guilting her. <laughs> like at the end when he was like, "I know this could yeah. be my last day, and I just want you to know that I'll still be here." It felt like a bit of a well i thought that was bull yeah i thought that was bullshit like he didn't have you know that speech could have been made after you left oh totally or after you were sent home it, like i didn't really understand his reasoning for pulling her aside unless he thought he was going home. it felt like after his conversation with nate about uh like the the timing of the dates he i think at first thought first was the best spot and then after talking to nate was like Oh, maybe it is the worst one, and I am gonna go. <laughs> uh, and he like comes. Yeah, Nate like is like the se- the senior in high school that like told the freshman like, no, you you've yeah, you have no idea what you're getting into. <laughs> That's very much yeah what it is. Uh, and Brandon like comes back from the date and won't give any details, uh, which obviously I guess I kind of. What did you think of the relationship with the three guys? Like the like Brandon not giving details. Like I thought, I thought it was kind of like, um, it felt like three guys who did like each other. Like it it almost was like gentlemanly. It felt, yeah. Like I think it felt very respectful. Like I feel like they're three guys who respect each other, but they didn't seem like that close. Like usually it seems like Mm -hmm. the three, the, guys are like the best friends ever like even look at katie season people like they're still all living their summer camp fantasy like moving to san diego (laughs) together and stuff so i don't know i think it's the season has an interesting air of like respect for each other but not that close of friendships that's interesting um but maybe yeah. like that's because it's just awkward. So I don't know. I would be so yeah. awkward in that situation. Uh, I I love I, that they make them sit there together. It's like so rude. They do that all the time, <laughs> and I I love that. Like they, your first person you see when you come back from the date is the other two guys that are waiting to go sleep with the woman you just slept with, <laughs> spend the night with her. Like it's just like oh yeah, it's so hilarious to watch i mean like they're doing it for us oh for sure i mean it's it's brutal being the cameraman in that room must be awkward uh (laughs) but then speaking of awkward we go on the one-on-one with joe and they like go ziplining and there's more horses i felt like the whole date felt kind of awkward and weird i think joe seemed really nervous um, I agree with you, and it was the first time I didn't see Joe getting sent home. But when she said 
finally Joe's opening up and it was because he yelled Michelle going down a zip line. <laughs> like now in retrospect, you go, if that's opening up for him, then it's got to be really closed off. Like all he did was go like she was like, I didn't expect you to scream on the zip line. Wow. Joe's really coming out, you know, really coming out, putting himself out there. It's like, is he? It's scary. Yeah. What are you talking about? I think Michelle like really wanted uh, it to be Joe because of the convenience of already kind of living the same life and being in the same world was the sense that I got I, is that she I, was kind of like yeah. making up who he was. I mean, you, you're right. Like she, you can see the future with him. I think that's hard. I think that's what happens. Like it's like on a dating app when you match with someone from like a hometown or a high school that you never really knew. Totally. But you seem to connect right away in a different way than you do with the other dating app people. It's not because they're a better match. It's because you know, the same street signs and the same teachers and, that's just something that makes you like get ahead of yourself a little bit. I mean, you wrote this in the review and I think it was like it was something that I kind of when she called him the maybe my soulmate. Oh yeah. After they spent the night together, I was like I was like, "Oh, it's over." I thought that when she said that, I was like, "Oh, totally." Stay. Well, she's like he's a slice of home. He's my maybe my soulmate. It was definitely really surprising to me that he he went home but i did like even to take notes on the date there wasn't much to take note on because they didn't really nothing talk much and it felt like she was pulling everything out of him like like sojo how many kids do you want like everything felt very forced the conversation um, yeah, even when he left and he goes, Bezos, 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 as if they had like some sort of inside joke. It, like it was like, it was like, an, you know, when someone like, like all of a sudden they're like trying to make an inside joke out of something that had no inside joke. Yeah. And it's like, like I watched that and I was like, this is like rehearsed almost. It, it felt very much like he was giving it all he could to like eke out a little bit of personality. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So even when he had like talked about basketball again and he was like, I know a lot of guys can get like lost after the sport. And I'm like, and that's not happening to you right now. Um, <laughs> I think we're all we're all lost a little bit. I'm like, your passion for real estate is not coming through here, Joe. You were crying in your old high school. Uh, <laughs> but then he comes back. It's obviously awkward. And Nate is like so confident, and I guess if I looked like Nate, I would also be so confident about everything. Um, they go out on another boating date. This is their third date out on a boat. Yes, it is. They all they do is boat. Michelle's like any reason for him to like take his top off. <laughs> they go out on the. Well, you could you could tell Michelle has a very is like drawn to him. Oh, I mean, she does ask about. Um, like falling in love and but it takes him like an hour of rambling yeah like and and you're like it's so interesting that I was watching Nate this whole episode thinking first of all you could tell he knows he's good at sex there was no question he was like just get to the room if I can just get to this fantasy suite I got it it's over <laughs> I got it. I'll lay the lumber and shit will be over. <laughs> and 
you could kind of see that like there was one part where she asked him like about falling in love and all that stuff and it takes him so long to answer the question i was like you could tell like he, he's ju- he's just like get to the room just get there by the you know like if i could just explain this love thing then i'll get to the room and she'll be infatuated with me yeah. and then you could even see in the morning like she's just like there's one part where she's just staring and you're like oh this guy knows what he's doing. There's no question. Oh, he's like, let me show you <laughs> instead of tell you. Yes. Uh, he, she also said that she was in love with him in the morning. Yes. And that, I, I mean, I think that has to do with like the full package. You know, it's like guy who talks, you know, guy who's, you know, a fun hang, good on a boat. Yeah. We can get along. You know, I don't have to be separated from him on a zip line to have a good time, you know? Like, yeah. I, and, you know, the sexual part is like... There. 100%. I feel like... Well, it makes you wonder how... Was there, like, not a good sexual chemistry between her and Joe, and that's why? Maybe? I, I actually... I didn't get that vibe. It felt like she had a good chemistry with everyone, but, like, it was Nate's confidence throughout the whole thing. Like, he's almost, like, laughing at the others. He's like, yeah, you guys do whatever you do. Like, he was so... And, and it kind of goes back to, like, his um, stepdad being like, you've never even talked about being serious, and all of a sudden you want to be in a relationship. That that all, I think, comes from Nate being a guy of many women. So it, it, that was kind of the undercurrent for me. Oh, 100%. Based on, like, everything we've seen. Oh, yeah, the implication from his parents were, like... He, this is a man who fucks. <laughs> and yeah. like, I'm like, they, they, they're they, like, you? Serious? They've like caught him, yeah, like sneaking out of the house or sneaking girls into his bedroom windows. Like, that was definitely, I feel, the vibe of his parents being like, this is insane. I, yeah. And I feel like he's like a happy medium of Brandon, who's like overly cheesy about everything that he says. And mm. and Joe, who's dead inside, a three bear situation. Exactly. Michelle is Goldilocks, and <laughs> Nate is the the bed. Yeah. Because even he says, "I'm falling in love with you," and she says, "I'm in love with you." I'm like, he really knows how to get yeah. the upper hand here, even if that's not what he was trying to do. But it worked, obviously. I mean, he he is a legit stud is is kind of like when I walking away from this episode, I was like, oh, Nate played this whole season the same way. You know, he always did his own game and was always, um, yeah, you guys go do your thing. And even his drama with the with the guy, Chris, who like claimed he said he had it in the bag. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like. That's the way he talks, you know, like that wasn't a negative thing. Yeah. You know, that was just him. Totally. And I mean, even when that was happening, like he didn't care about when the drama was happening with Jamie, where he was like, uh, she's like going to go with Joe because she already and he's like, I don't I don't care. Like, I guess the confidence is backed up in he was right. Like he (laughs) is going to be probably the last man standing. If Brandon wins i'll be really surprised i can't imagine
Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. You know, I kept thinking with Brandon why he stays and why Nate stays and why Joe doesn't. It's like, I guess Joe is like boring comfort. Brandon's like exciting comfort. And Joe, and Nate's just like exciting. I don't know what's going to happen. And it's like I can understand why someone takes the exciting comfort of Brandon. Like I do understand why someone goes, hey, I'll never have to worry about this yeah. relationship becoming you know, going awry. I know exactly what's going to happen here. He's going to be obsessed with me forever. He's going to move to my hometown. We're going to have no issues. He's going to love it. You know, his family is going to be meshed in with my family. They're a lot like us. And it's like, you know, Nate, there's just a lot more question marks, which is actually exciting too. That's an adventure in itself. I mean, a hundred percent. I actually, my friend is like dating this guy and has been for a while. And she was telling me she's like very dry in her, everything she does but she was like yeah like he just loves me so much that it's just easier to know that like this is a man who will never leave me or do anything intentionally to be even the slightest bit rude to me and she's like and it's like enough for me that (laughs) that i have that uh comfort so i guess it depends on where you are in life but I get it. Yeah, I don't think there's a wrong. There's no wrong answer, but it's interesting to watch two people kind of present. You to watch one person, Michelle, be presented with the two options. You know, like she, she's sitting in front of them both, and it's like not many people have that. Where you have like, I got the one that loves me like crazy, and I have the other one that like he's gonna try and be in a serious relationship for maybe the first time. Yeah, that's why it feels like Brandon would be such a great boyfriend to like a younger, like yeah, paradise situation. Yeah, uh, like yeah, I agree. Like uh, the girls, you know, the girls who come in at like the end of paradise just to kind of twist things up a bit. That's who I feel like yeah. Brandon, like with a McKenna or like a Jasenia type. I think would be Brandon's ideal. So we'll see. I mean, I, I also think Joe, I'd be surprised if we ever see Joe again. <laughs> like, I don't think he'll. Yeah. 
I I kind of had that feeling at the end where I was like I I actually when he got sent home I was like I can't believe he was on this show to begin with. It's so bizarre because like him as a person it's 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 really interesting especially given at the beginning how she said how he, he didn't like DM her back. It's interesting that after seeing him the whole season that he didn't DM her back and that he went on the show. Yeah. I it, it, I agree with you. I I he doesn't you know the people that go on the show have a personality like Brandon where they're like you know smooth talkers and and love talking about love and falling hard or they're like Nate where they're like cool guy who dates a lot who yeah. you know is going to go on a show and see what happens and be totally confident like Joe's like this like reserved guy that we all went to high school with I think like oh yeah the good athlete who didn't say a lot who's a nice guy that never really pissed anyone off and you're like I never seen that guy on a reality show before it was it was actually like it was almost like he was recruited in yeah you know, like they, like they they were like we need you on this show I don't know it was it, it felt it, it yeah no I know exactly what you mean he does feel because even like when I talk to actual people from that have been on the show I'm always like taken aback by how open they are to discuss emotional things and stuff and I'm like I guess mm-hmm. that's just like the type of person that goes on a show like this is someone who is regularly talking about how hard it is to be dating and to like people that they barely know. And I'm like, I don't even have conversations like that with a therapist. (laughs) And and these people are like talking to me, like we're best (laughs) friends. It makes you actually wonder. It made me actually wonder like how much did Michelle kind of like drag Joe through this show? I think that's why he was carry him through it. And I think he assumed she was going to carry him to the end because he seemed very surprised. I mean, his reaction getting sent home, I felt was like that of someone getting laid off of a job because of budget cuts. Mm. Like he was very pragmatic about it. Like, well, I understand that it's business and there's nothing I can do, but thank (laughs) you for 20 amazing years. And I can't wait to uh, well, get back got- into the um, <laughs> job force. Right. Yeah, they 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 all kind of treated the, the fantasy suites that way anyways. It was all business like, yeah, all right, I'm up for my date now. Yeah, but he definitely if he definitely didn't really give a lot at the end. No, yeah. They all felt like uh good like union workers. Like they're there to work yes. and and fair is fair and everyone's going to play by the rules and and whoever gets the promotion gets the promotion we're going to be happy for them (laughs) yes that's right the first thing said on the show like the first line i wrote it down was like we've gone from bros to foes and it's like that's not how foes talk no about one another no like (laughs) like that's just not how it is they're just like it that's how people talk when they're in a competition at work with each other to like lose the most weight oh 100 percent. it's like the office when they yeah. are literally yes. in, and andy's wearing like the uh plastic bag at his desk and stuff like that was <laughs> certainly the vibe and i think that's why maybe they were like annoyed brandon pulled her aside i think brandon really thought 
he was gonna go but when she yeah. she didn't send him home while they were sitting there alone i was like oh maybe he's actually staying because at first i was thinking how fucked up of her to be like okay well let's go back so i can do this in front of everybody else sure so i think that even before that she was gonna send joe yeah that's but that's the thing with that whole speech brandon gave you're like dude sit back you give that speech after you get sent home it's it's not even like he gave one more piece of information like hey i need you to know he was just like i need you to know i'll be okay if you send me home it's like you could do that after you've been dumped yeah it's almost like too nice where i would be it's like okay i get it you know when somebody like when somebody will like ask ask you something like a favor or whatever and then follows it up with like 500 like i'm so sorry if that's overstepping and i just like that's kind of it's like i just didn't fucking read the text yet calm down it's not yeah yeah. like i'm like have like the slightest bit of confidence in yeah the littlest things like and also you're not that sorry you know just yeah you know you you asked me to do something i will say yes or no 100 percent. and well you know but i i think like and brandon by giving that speech kind of walks all over joe being able to give that speech oh yeah and i think that's why well who said that they were annoyed i think it was one of them said it was desperate i can't remember if it was joe or nate i think probably nate i mean joe wouldn't say that that's fair but that's also the thing i'm like joe just has i think no passion and i think that's why he he got sent home rebag is a luxury resale marketplace they have a curated collection of investment worthy bags watches and fine jewelry each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. We saw it on the dates. You have one guy pouring his heart out. You have the other guy that's like basically like, you're living in a romance novel with him. Yeah. And there's a little bit of, you know, there's the sexual tension of the will he, won't he say he loves me thing. And then you have just Joe where it's like, yeah, I I get, if you love me, I I guess I love you. (laughs) You know, you even saw with Joe's family, like this is what it's going to be. You're going to be, we, if you come into this family, we need you to run shit. I mean, that was like his sister-in-law. His sister-in-law had to like speak for the family. Oh, yeah. And I think Michelle basically said no to that. And and it's not like Michelle didn't give a good try with Joe. No, yeah. I think she really wanted it to be Joe because he was from Minnesota and played basketball. Seemed like Mm. that was really all they kind of had in common it seems like because that's all they ever talked about um so but this is why they why how do they have the guys tell all like we the guy why not have the guys tell all after everything it makes no sense to me they always do this too they do because i was i was like 
I want to hear from Joe. I want to hear from Michelle with Joe why she's kind of turned him down. I want to hear like, well, they have um, <coughs> like I, they do. I think after the final rose, right? And then, okay, so we're gonna get some yeah. I think right? that's usually when they talk to the final three. Okay, because I I was sitting here being like, what's going on? Yeah, we'll see. But I'm like, they're not going to even put Joe on because then that's usually when they'll say like, well, we obviously know who The Bachelor is, but it used to be after the final rose, they would announce who The Bachelor or Bachelorette was and they would say like a couple people going to paradise, but we obviously know who The Bachelor is and I don't think Joe will be going to paradise. He doesn't make good TV. No, I, I, I'm with you. I think him disappearing from the world is, is most likely. Yeah, I think that that was the the vibe in the car was him being like, you'll never see me again <laughs> on reality TV. Yeah, and also, who's who's he going to end up with? Like, now thinking back, it's like Michelle like gave him every opportunity. Come to the high school. Come to the date. Yeah. You know, you're my first, you know, I'll, I'll give you time. You know, like... She gave him a shot, and I don't know if if another person on this show is gonna like take the go to the effort level that Michelle went to for Joe. Now that I'm looking back, yeah, no, and especially because most of the people on the show again are like very open and out there people. Mm. So I think it's just really not gonna be someone who takes the time to like pull him out of his shell i actually think that and i'm coming to this conclusion right now that if joe if if joe is grosser joe has the same personality as grosser joe without the grocery store <laughs> this is like this joe is has the personality now i'm even more mad joe has the personality of grocery store joe if he lost his his uh grocery store and wasn't a- yeah. wasn't able to be a grocer anymore. <laughs> yes, I mean I'm cut- we got one episode of Grocer Joe, and then all of a sudden he becomes this hallmark, you know, porn dream for all these women <laughs> everywhere. And it's like, and it's like he doesn't have a personality. He gets kind of like dragged along in the same way. Like his whole thing with on Bachelor in Paradise was like, you know, she she kind of like. Serena kind of like made the moves on him. Oh, 100%. And it's like the same thing. You know, the, this Joe has the same personality, just very like, aw, shucks, and it's not much very, to say. It's even if you watch Joe, like grocery store Joe's uh, Instagram, like ads, I'm like, oh, it's, they're a cringe because he's just really trying. And I, it would be like, imagine Joe <laughs> doing an Instagram ad for a Peloton bike. That's, I, I can't. It, I it, really can't. It's hard to it's hard to watch. Because <laughs> uh, Grocery Store Joe did an ad. I watched it of like the um, some some uh, rowing machine, and it was just like oh, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> All right, should we get into these weekly categories? Let's get into it. All right. I said, would you rather be on the first date or the last one? This is always such a tough one. Um, and it comes up every season. I would rather be on the last one. 
I I know there's like the I I mean I don't even th- I mean some people there's an easy like joke to make about being like the third yeah guy you know whatever or whatever but I I really don't even believe in that like I I think like the third date is like you get to have that last exclamation point especially because they're traveling. We didn't even talk about how this is the first time the show's traveled since COVID. Yeah. So yeah, and you have to... They're yeah. in Mexico. I agree. I would definitely go last because I would rather have something to be looking forward to while I'm sitting alone in a hotel room in Mexico for a week than to have an overnight and then just like be reliving what maybe went wrong for the entire week while your quote unquote girlfriend is with two other men. <laughs> well, plus the fact you can like, for me, I would get to get a little tan. Yeah. I'd get to look a little bit of color so I could look good for that last date. And then also, you know, you get to like, you, you get the material of the other day. You get to be like, so I, you know, I, how are the horses? At least we didn't have to, at least I talked to you on this date. Like, you can kind of play off of the other dates a little bit. Yo, that's very true. Yeah, I agree. Definitely last. I mean, I would have to hide out of the sun because I would be, like, burnt to a crisp by the last date. And I would not be able to... <laughs> What's that terrible movie with Ben Stiller uh, when he's on his honeymoon, The Heartbreak Kid? <laughs> it's uh, Heartbreak Kid, yeah. <laughs> I would look like that woman who was, like, brutally <laughs> sunburned. Um she Michelle goes to hug you and you're like ah, yeah literally I'm ah, like don't no, touch me don't touch me our sleepover what is a, just what a fun sexual experience yeah right I'm like she rubbed aloe on me and then we fell asleep to the sounds of Nora Jones <laughs> <laughs> I I had dumped someone from your hometown so you like you have to dump someone that lives in the same town as you mm. so you have to see him all the time or you have to. You're gonna be with someone, but part of it is getting them to move to your town. Oh. Oh, I think probably dumping someone from my hometown, asking someone to move to your hometown, as we've seen, ironically, with grocery store Joe, uh, kind of seems like a bit of a nightmare. And also, I'm like, it's hard to really talk up at least my hometown other than I'm like, I love it cause it's my hometown, <laughs> but from the outside people aren't flocking to Albany and it's really hard to make a good case for that. I think <laughs> <laughs> you've been to Albany. It's I have been to Albany. It is a very nice place. I I'm, I'm a fan of Albany, but I'm also like, I could see why people were like, okay, we've seen it. And I mean, the thing is having someone move to your town to date is like, you better be fucking sure. Yeah. You better be, you have uprooted someone's life to go move to a town. And then you got to kind of babysit them. They don't have friends. They don't have like a place to kind of like get away from you. You guys are on top of each other. You're in a studio apartment together of life. Yeah. hundred percent. And, I would I would much rather dump someone from my hometown and see them at the grocery store once than say to someone, you're moving, kid, and then be like – and like that lives on for like 20 years. 
like 20 years from now someone's like and and you made me move here you know yeah. that's like in every fight you ruined my whole life because you made me move to minnesota and it's not like she lives in like <laughs> a big metropolitan area where yeah you know brandon or whoever would be happy to to go to it's like this is a small town in minnesota so yeah you're right you have got to be really sure I feel like that's uh that like happens all the time on <laughs> 90 day fiance. They'll like be so in love and whatever. But then when you move this person from like Spain to a small town in like Texas after like day four, they're like, what the fuck? This is. Yes. I didn't. They're like, don't they ever do anything? It's like, yeah, they don't know anybody. Yeah. It's and exactly. It's bad for both people because the person that lives there is like, get out of the fucking house and then yeah yeah that's my nightmare <laughs> yeah but get out of the house and do what you know yeah. i don't know anyone here yeah it, it, and it, and it's like and then you're like an adult like especially if you're moving there you're an adult who's like trying to make friends outside of your relationship and it's like who's trying to make friends it's people that are trying to have sex with you yeah so now you look you get in these positions that you don't even want to be in that are uncomfortable it's just a, it's a it's a snowball effect 100 percent. i hope somebody that's listening who's like making a life decision of moving to their significant other's hometown uh <laughs> they're like i'm not moving anymore they yeah. johnny it's over we ruin another relationship that's right all right, cringiest moment. I, the food fight. I just, I'm like, enough with that. I, I was thinking about the poor person doing the cleanup. Honestly, I was like, this poor chambermaid. All I could think about being like, why is there I, fucking all I could think about ham and mayonnaise all over the goddamn sheets? <laughs> it's also not sexy. No, it's like there's nothing. Like it's so forced. Like anytime you see like a food fight scene in a like a movie about like like a high school movie, it you you see it and you go, man, I can't believe we never did that. And it's like you never did that because someone had to be a real asshole to start that. Oh yeah, I remember when I was a kid because in It Takes Two with uh, the Olsen twins and Kirstie Alley when she's like working at a summer camp, they have this big food fight and I remember seeing it and then like trying to start a food fight <laughs> and my mom was like, absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> like, if you don't yeah, put your... to extend that... <laughs> like, put your hands down or you'll never watch that movie again. Uh... Yeah, and for a food fight to get to that level, like you need everyone to like really just put all <laughs> inhibition aside. Yeah, they everyone needs to be on on board, and I just don't. I don't think it was even like the cameramen were probably like, "Get the fucking mustard away from my equipment." <laughs> um, I agree. All right, what did you have? Cringiest moment to me was the mariachi band playing after Nate and her had sex. <laughs> it's just like, I just thought that whole scene, you're like, they just seem to have had like the most sexy date ever. And then they come in, they're like, ah, la, 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 la. and they're like, just looking at them, the just Mary like, and they smiling. <laughs> it's just imagine like waking up and having a fucking mariachi band come in. 
Like that's a worst case scenario. And they probably were staying in the hotel suite next to them the night before. (laughs) Right. And they're like, and Brandon got fireworks. Nate gets mariachi band. I mean, also we, we didn't talk about Brandon's. That was a cringe. The fireworks going off while Joe and Nate are sitting there watching them together. And Brandon and Michelle are in a hot tub. (laughs) <laughs> it's very much like the like when the Pope dies, they put that smoke thing out. The, it's like when Brandon <laughs> comes, it's there's like, a fireworks display. Like when they play uh, taps. Like I, I grew up by uh, like an arsenal, and at six p.m. the taps would always play. <laughs> and it was like yes. when we were kids, it was like that's what time. Like come home when you hear the taps being played across town. <laughs> That is uh, <laughs> exactly the vibe. Go to bed when the fireworks for Brandon coming go off. Oh, God. Meanwhile, all these poor dogs in Mexico are losing their minds. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, do you have a minute? I got a minute. Amazing. I think the Fantasy Suites episode is a bad episode. I don't understand. I think it's so overrated. I think the idea that like they never talk about sex, but they spend the night together and we really don't get like all of the information to really, you know, have, you know, it, are they making this decision based on sex? Are they making this decision based on how they hold each other in the bed? We, we don't have enough. And also, if you're going to have like a moment of realism with the two, give them their cell phones for one day while they're in Mexico. Like, let's see them be on a vacation with their cell phone. I have been on vacations with my significant other where they're like, you're on your phone on vacation. It's like, yeah, that's I have fun on my phone. And we have this like argument. I need to see these two interact with a phone thrown in somewhere before I can watch them walk away in the sunset. And I think that's kind of what the show misses is this element of like, you can't marry someone you've never seen act with their phone. So why not bring it in? Fantasy Suite episode. You bring in the phone. We get a little bit more information as to how you two interact. And, you know, we'll, we can, you know, maybe instead of them eating breakfast in bed, it's just two people scrolling. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I could not agree more. I think that they should do a season where everyone's allowed their phones the whole time. Because I think it'd yeah. be the people would be leaking uh, things, and it would be it would be amazing. I mean the the true fantasy is that they wake up and don't go on their phones right away. Uh, yeah, can you believe it? I'm like, no, no that's I, just, just not, not how, it works. how it would ever work. No, I mean, have you ever been in bed with someone and then you take out your phone too fast after hooking up? It's like. And then you have to go. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm completely addicted. Like, yeah, I, I, sorry, I gotta call the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I had for my Rose producers because I really, I they really had me thinking that Joe was gonna win the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, I I really thought Joe was it and probably for the same reasons Michelle kept him along is because he offers like so much consistency. Yeah, for sure. 
I my my I, I thought the winner of the week was Michelle. Like Michelle is still considered a goddess while getting intimate with all three guys. Like there wasn't one that she was like I don't I don't know. It just she played it perfectly and it's like we don't it was never icky. It was never sexualized. It was just like we're going to go and spend a night together and whatever that is. It just you know, we can make fun of it that it's three people having sex with the same, you know, the same <laughs> woman. But I felt like it was more of a joke in other seasons than it was this one. Yeah, totally. I think that and maybe because of she's like a teacher and stuff, maybe she wanted to play it like a little bit different than Hannah Brown, who was like, remember yelling about having sex in the windmill and stuff. So sure. I mean, <laughs> it'll be, I think it'll be interesting to see what, what next season brings. Cause I'm ready for some mess. Yeah. I'm ready for some mess. I, I, I saw my reaction to Clayton's preview was embarrassing for me and the things I want from the show. Oh, totally. I'm like, I'm a monster. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also speaking of monsters, guys, if you speaking of monsters, I don't know why that was my segue. <laughs> but make sure that you are following the bachelor on instagram at the bachelor on twitter at bachelor pod subscribe to the newsletter at the bachelor breakdown betches.co slash bachelor breakdown and you can find me at fat carrie bradshaw and i'm at jared freed and uh we'll be back uh with next week's finale right yeah next week i think is I think finale and probably after the final rose. There we go. I think it's a three-hour season finale. So we'll be back next week to discuss it all. Kay will be back next week. Go follow Kay at Kay Arc City. And uh, make sure you tune in next week. Bye. Betches.